We drive by it almost every day. We go there to get our groceries. That's right, the last bonus episode is going to be about grocery stores, violent happenings that happen inside this grocery store, and could it lead to the paranormal? Many more on this last bonus episode. Stay tuned. Get ready for an eye-opening podcast that will have you on the edge of your seat. These stories have been approved by my friends to be told, and now they will be shared with you. Now listen if you dare. What's going on, everyone? Ben Shields here, and you're listening to... That's right, everyone. Welcome to the last bonus episode. Um, It's kind of bittersweet. I know I wanted to do more bonus episodes for you guys, but unfortunately, I can't find any more um, of season one episodes. Uh, Whenever I used Buzzsprout, it would actually, within a month or so, it would delete that episode. So I didn't have enough time to um, go back into my archives and um, recover those. But um, I found some crazy stories, back-to-back stories of the same grocery store, um, and the same haunt. Same, uh, I wouldn't say it's hauntings, but I would say that it's by uh, happenstance that it's um, definitely something dark going on at this grocery store. Um, and I can't wait to share these stories with you. Uh, it's crazy. It's got some. Uh, of a little bit of a story of like Thanksgiving with um, getting a turkey and uh, fighting for it, fighting for it for their life, which is pretty insane. Um, they also have uh, some other stories that I think that you'll find interesting. But um, anyways, I hope that you guys are doing well. Um, it is the 18th of May right now, um, and uh, COVID is is getting better um so it's slowly getting better people are starting to get out more um which is great it's great um great to see that so we want to definitely be able to get out and enjoy our summer of course and uh, be able to get out there but i hope that you guys are staying safe during this time and um yeah, I never thought I'd be doing uh, stories on a grocery store, but um, sometimes it's the places that you go most often um, and that you don't expect that you would find some violence and some negative energy too, probably. No doubt, no doubt that there is a lot of negative energy in this place, um, whether it be paranormal or not. I just found these stories pretty interesting. They have some type of, um, I want to say, some type of comic relief in the stories. Um, so, without further ado, we're just going to dive into these stories and going to have a lot of fun with this. So, let's see. Our first story is, let me pull it up. It's going to be um, the cleanup on aisle 12. And this is the one on Thanksgiving. So, without further ado, clean up on aisle 12. 
Spend $100 or more and get a free 20 pound or less frozen turkey while supplies last. That was the promotion our store ran every Thanksgiving for the last 17 years. Well, for as long as I've been here, that is. But not this year. This year, we're not running a promotion. I really can't blame them after what happened last year. Let me tell you what happened. First off, my name's Jim. I'm the meat manager here at Barnaby's. I saw it. The whole thing. It was two days before Thanksgiving. I was working the morning shift like I always do. It was around 11 o'clock, I'd say. We just received our truck, but unfortunately the turkeys we ordered were out of stock from the warehouse. For those of you that don't know what that means, it means the warehouse didn't have any to send us. Shit! This isn't good, I said to myself. I went to the case to see how many we actually had left. All we had was one. One lone turkey. Fuck! Then it happened. From opposite ends of the aisle came two women, one an older Asian woman, two a younger blonde, Barbie wannabe. They both arrived at this case at the same time. I informed them that this was the last turkey we had due to the warehouse issues. Their eyes widened with fear and shock as they both turned to the freezer case door. The Asian woman grabbed the door and flung it open, hitting Barbie in the face and knocking her back. Barbie screamed like some kind of demon charged and some like some kind of demon charged and grabbed Asian by her hair, spinning her around and slamming her he- her head first into the adjacent glass freezer case door, nearly missing a child that stood with her mother in the aisle. She grabbed her child and ran. Now, Barnaby's is a very old store. We still have actual glass freezer doors. Anyway, a few seconds went by, and Asian crawled out of the case and turned. Pieces of glass were stuck in her face, arms, and her neck. She was bleeding like a pig. She pulled the rather large piece of glass from her neck, holding it in her hand, blood dripping. She tried to cover the wound with her other hand, but blood was just gushing out from between her fingers. I swear to God, I almost puked all over myself. Anyway, she screamed and charged Barbie as she was lifting the turkey out of the case. She drove that piece of glass directly into Barbie's heart, knocking back against the freezer case door. Barbie coughed up, coughed up blood and spewed it right in the Asian's face as she screamed in pain. Then in slow motion, both fell to the floor as well as the turkey which rolled halfway down the aisle. Blood everywhere. People screaming and running. One guy tried to jump over them but slipped in the blood and face planted right into the abandoned shopping cart. I'm sorry, but that shit was funny. He was okay though. He got up and staggered away. We are trained not to interfere with robbers, shoplifters, and even fights such as this, so I just stood there. I guess one of the customers who wasn't videotaping on their phones or a manager or someone called the cops. They showed up and closed the store down. The paramedics showed up, did their thing as the employees, including myself, moved any customers to the front for checkout.
as I was walking back through the store to make sure there were no more customers, I saw the paramedics covering the bodies with white sheets. They died right there in aisle 12. I saw the turkey still lying there on the floor, still frozen. I picked it up as I needed one myself. Take it to the front and paid for it. Gave the cops my statement and bought it home for me and my family. My wife cooked it up and we had an amazing Thanksgiving dinner. The best part was the turkey though. Yeah, that thing was to die for. Wow. <laughs> so, um, that just goes to show you how much, uh, I guess, turkeys mean to people for Thanksgiving. That is insane. So, you think, just, uh, just going to throw this out there. Do you think that your life is worth taking for a turkey? I don't think so at all. <laughs> This is a crazy, crazy story between these two people fighting for a chicken. And, of course, you know, we see the comical um, relief at the end. But still, this is insane um, that they would go to this extent for a damn turkey. Um, but um, that's what makes me think. And let me know if you're thinking the same thing, that something gave the gave them the idea to start this something gave them the dark um the dark idea to do this to slam them against the glass to um stab them in the heart um all of this stuff a normal person would not do and that's why i think that there's some type of darkness some type of negativity that was behind all of this. And um, I thought that's why I'll share this story because, I mean, it is gruesome. It is crazy. Um, but just to show you that there can be some negativity and um, violence all around us. Uh, you just got to be safe and um, make sure you stay away from the crazies. These are definitely the crazies for sure. Um but, uh, yeah, write in on unexpectedhaunting739 at gmail.com. I know this is our last bonus episode, but you can still write in um, if you have any kind of relating story. Hopefully you don't. Hopefully you've never come across anything like this at a grocery store. Um, but, anyways, write in. We'd love to hear, hear from you guys. Um, and without further ado, we're going to go into the next story. It is called slippery when wet and um this also happened to barnaby's as well um all three of these stories happened at the same grocery store and um they're pretty crazy stories not gonna lie um so sit back relax um take a breather and uh here we go slippery when wet Vendor at the back door. Vendor at the back door. That's all I hear all day. Well, at least from 7 till 1. Hi, I'm Stuart. I'm the DSD receiver here at Barnaby's. I've been here for the last 15 years. For those of you who don't know what DSD stands for, it stands for Direct Store Delivery. 
which means I'm in charge of receiving all products that's delivered to the store by outside companies, such as Tasty Cake, Frito-Lay, Little Debbie, all the soda and bread companies, things like that. Also, any books and magazines you may see in the store. As you may already know, Barnaby's is a very old store. We don't have any computers. Every bill invoice I get is physically checked in and verified by me, signed off by me, and then filed away in a large file cabinet in the office. We hold them for a year, then send them up to the main office. Anyways, this place has a long history of weird and horrible events that happened here. Here's my story. It was January, two years ago, a few days after New Year's, it had snowed the night before. Not bad, but bad enough. It was about 8.30 in the morning, I'd say. One of our bread vendors was pushing a bread rack down the ramp and out to his truck. When he slipped and fell on ice, slid down the ramp, bounced off the sidewall, and right into the path of an 18-wheeler Pepsi truck backing up to the deck for delivery. The driver tried to stop, but his wheels locked and the whole truck slid on the ice as well. It was too late. He screamed right before the truck ran over him. I've never heard anyone scream like that before. It still gives me nightmares. The wheels of the truck crushed his skull, then rolled over his body continuously as the truck slid down the incline and slammed into the loading dock doors. The right front passenger side tire stopping directly on the body. It was horrible. I threw up right there in the snow. There was blood and bones and pieces of flesh smashed down into the snow on the tires of the truck and the bread rack. Severed body parts that looked like internal organs spread out all around the body. The worst part about it was the truck had to run back over him to clear the crime scene. Once the cops and coroner got there, I used to wonder how they cleaned up automobile accidents such as this. Now, I know. I'm sure they have a proper name for it. But to me, it looked like a giant snow shovel. They scraped up the remains and put him, put them in a body bag. They had to scrape it up about three or four times to get all of them. There was blood dripping off it, body parts hanging out of it. I almost puked again. Now get this. They used two liter bottles of Coke to clean up the blood off the pavement. No, seriously. Coca-Cola. The soda. Look it up if you don't believe me. Anyway, isn't it ironic that they used coke to clean up a crime scene involving a Pepsi truck? Sorry about that bad joke. Anyways, sometimes when I'm outside cleaning up where the trucks pull in, you know, sweeping, picking up the trash, that kind of stuff, I swear I can see him standing there, right where he died, staring at me. It always freaks me out, but that's not the only ghost we have here. The owner, Pat. He has been seen a few times, a Native American's ghost around the store, but that's a different story. Anyway, the driver of truck was not charged with anything as it was clearly an accident. The cops impounded the truck as evidence, took witness statements, then left. The coroner left as soon as he finished removing the remains. 
I don't know where the driver went. I went homesick, obviously. I just don't do it anymore. Hell, I'm getting nauseous just thinking about it. I'll never forget that day for as long as I live, and I haven't used a snow shovel since. Damn, so, um, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, so he's still seeing that ghost of that person that was, uh, ran over brutally by a, a truck. That is insane. Um, and those trucks are humongous, too. Um, I used to work at a produce store. I'm not gonna say from where. Um, but, um, I remember having to unload the trucks and, uh, those trucks are, are no, no joke though. They're huge. Um, and you know, just hearing the details and the gruesome details, of course, um, that had to be explained during this story, of course, um, it, it's, I can, I can just picture it in my mind. Uh, it's insane because there's just tons and tons of um, pressure on from those tires and um, that truck that poor guy um, and really to be honest he shouldn't have been doing that loading it up and down a ramp on the ice that's why you have stairs people that's why you have stairs um, but anyways I guess he wasn't thinking and he um, slipped and fell and I'm sure that OSHA was all over that shit because, you know, OSHA is all about safety and crazy stuff. Of course, I had to go through an OSHA course um, when I worked at the produce place that I was telling you about. Um, and, uh, I mean, damn. That's just a crazy, gruesome story as well. Um, so, you know, if this is too gruesome for you guys, just like let me know um you can always um tune in a different time <laughs> if you want i know this is put on as explicit content on the podcast so this is a forewarning um that these stories are pretty um gruesome but if you have any stories like this um write into us at unexpected haunting 739 at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you guys and with that being said, we're going to go into our last story. And um, this is called Help Wanted. Um, and it's um, from a guy named uh, Ezekiel. And so it's, it's pretty cool because it's actually different people from this place. Um, and uh, I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Barnaby's is a crazy fucking messed up place. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Um, so I um, hope that you guys are enjoying these stories so far as much as I am. And uh, here we go. We're going to go into a story called Help Wanted. Fresh from the field. That's our slogan here in produce. Hi, I'm Zeke. Short for Ezekiel. I'm the assistant produce manager here at Barnaby's. Yeah, I know it sounds like an Amish name, right? Well, it is. I was raised Amish until my 16th birthday when Rumbershka began, and when it was over, I decided to stay. 
For those of you that don't know what Rumbershka is, it's a period of time in which Amish teenagers, usually between the ages of 14 to 21, depending on the community, are allowed to act like the English, normal people, so to speak. They're allowed to ride in cars, listen to music, drink, smoke, have sex, anything the English can do. Then on their 18th or 21st birthday again, depending on their community, decide whether they want to live among the English for the rest of their lives or return to their Amish ways. Anyway, as I said, I chose to stay. Being that, I was raised Amish and know a lot about farming fruits and vegetables and things of that sort. This is the perfect job for me, and I love it. One thing, though, Barnaby's is a very old store. We still got all of our fruits and vegetables from our local growers. Our customers seem to love it. Anyway, I like my job, the people here, but there's something off about this place. It scares the crap out of me sometimes. I've heard all of the stories, the fight over a turkey, the Indian burial ground thing, the incident with the Pepsi truck. I love Pepsi. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go get one right now. Hold on a sec. Damn, all out of Pepsi. All I wanted was a Pepsi. Just a Pepsi. Yeah, most of you won't get that reference, but it's okay though. Some of you will. Anyway, my job includes ordering price changes, setting up displays, anything the manager can do. Simply because when she's not here, someone has to do it. All produce associates are responsible for filling the department, cleaning the shelves, baling cardboard, and making bales. Which leads me to my story. It was the end of March 2013, right before Easter. We were busy as hell. People were buying everything. We were putting out produce left and right, which created a lot of cardboard to be baled. In case you haven't noticed, I like to talk. Anyway... I needed a break from the craziness after some old lady in one of the those riding shopping cart things. I think they call it a mart cart, mart cart, or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, she slammed that thing right into our giant diamond nut display, knocking it over, spilling 40 pounds of loose nuts all over the place. It was a nutostrophe. I just walked away. I went to the prep room, grabbed the cart of cardboard, and took it to the back room to bale it. The baler was full, like usual, so I had to make a bale. Now, the baler is a very dangerous piece of equipment. It's basically a large hydraulic press. You throw the cardboard into the chamber below, close the safety gate, hit the down button, and a large metal press comes down and crushes the cardboard. When the chamber is full, you have to empty it. Hence the phrase, make a bail. I saw the QA guy, Steven, roaming around back there. I asked him to give me a hand. He didn't think it was funny, but that's a different story. Anyway, he agreed and grabbed a pallet to put the bail on. I grabbed the bailing wire and started to wrap it around the bail. Now, bailing wire is a very thin piece of wire and have, and have been known to break. We finished wrapping the bale, put the pallet in place, closed the gate, hooked up the chains so the bale won't eject, and hit the up button. Stephen and I stepped to the side 
Anyone who has worked in the grocery business for more than a week knows to stay clear of a bail being made. Well, apparently, no one told Stephanie, the deli manager. She walked by just as the bail was ejecting. One of the wires snapped, came flying back fast, and hit her directly in the side of her face, right over her left eye and slicing her diagonally across her face. She fell to the ground, screaming, and grabbed her face, blood pouring out of her fingers. Stephen and I ran to help her. Now, I've seen many accidents like this when I was growing up, so it didn't faze me. But to add insult to injury, Stephen thrown up on Stephanie's lap. That's so gross. Anyway, I I moved her hands. It was a bloody mess, like something from a bad 80s horror movie. Her eye was hanging out of its socket. Her nose ripped completely off as well as her right cheek. The left side of her face was hanging down, exposing tissue, bone, and the empty eye socket. Most of her teeth were knocked out. She was screaming frantically, kicking her legs all around. She nailed Stephen right in his man parts. I snickered snickered a little bit. He was useless at that point. Anyway, she started gasping for air. Her one eye rolled back in her in her head and she passed out blood still gushing everywhere i thought she was dead i picked her up and ran ran out of the back room through the store and up to the front completely covered in blood i laid her on a conveyor belt thank god it didn't move and called for an ambulance customers and employees were screaming and puking some even fainted i saw some goth chick standing to the side videotaping on her phone kids these days. Anyway, the ambulance showed up, made sure she was still alive. I didn't see after I didn't see how after losing all that blood, but she was. They put the left side of her face back in place as well as her eye, then wrapped her head in gauze. She looked like a mummy. They loaded her into the ambulance and left. Stephen came staggering out shortly after. Pat made him clean up the mess. He wasn't too happy. I heard she's doing okay now. She quit after that. I can't really blame her. We've had a couple of couple deli managers since, but they didn't last too long with all that happens here. We're looking for one now. If you're interested, give us a call at 1-800-BARNABY. Wow. (laughs) So, um... Barnaby is a crazy, crazy place to work at. Um, if you're interested, call that number. <laughs> Which I don't know if it's uh, if it's a true number or not. Um, <clears throat> but um, that is crazy. So yeah, stay away from a bailer. I know um, I work at a uh, factory for my main job. And I have to make and um, empty bales. Um and uh, I could definitely see how that wire could do all that shit. It's extremely, uh, it could be extremely sharp when popped for sure. It's um, thicker, thicker than guitar string, but think of guitar string the thickest size of a guitar string. Think about that. And with it popping at that force, um, with it being uh, the bail being made and everything, and just the force around it and everything, and then it popping, 
and it causing all of that mess that is insane um but uh yeah that is crazy so uh yeah if you have any questions or you you uh just want to write in about a crazy um grocery store story um and you want more information on this place let me know and i can contact them um if you want to work there <laughs> which i definitely to hell would not um but um that is a really really fucked up place and uh really crazy stories no wonder everyone um gets freaked out about it and they're good enough just to show up after all the shit that they've seen if i saw that shit i would be out of there i would not stick around for sure um but um anyways guys i think that that'll wrap it up for our last bonus episode thank you guys um of course subscribe to our apple podcast and spotify we'd love to hear from you guys if you wrote us a review on there as well um we love our podcast listeners it's just plain and simple we love our podcast listeners and we'd love to hear from you guys and get some feedback on that as well um also um don't be shy to share share a link and um also uh spread out the news to unexpected hauntings to some of your friends we want to get out the word that we're out there and we're going to be uh, continuing to shoot more episodes every wednesday of unexpected hauntings and we might actually take away the seasons and we might just do just straight up episodes um which i'm not sure if that will um happen we might continue with the seasons but uh just be a little bit easier to keep up with everything i think and um we might continue to do bonus episodes um but that will be kind of on the back burner for a while and we might bring it back in october for bonus episodes so anyways guys thanks for listening and thanks for your continued support uh on unexpected hauntings and we hope to hear from you guys soon and and um written reviews or er our email on unexpected haunting 739 at gmail.com thanks guys and have a wonderful night